0: Hello ladies, you are listening to the Saludable Latina Women's Health and Wellness podcast with Lilia Gomez-Ash. The Saludable Latina podcast started with the intention to raise awareness about a variety of women's health topics, but then I quickly realized that the wellness journey is full of transitions. So I expanded my mission to include topics such as spirituality, health and wellness. I am more focused to bring authentic conversations with real women as well as health and wellness experts for their insights for growth in the wellness journey. I hope that you find all the guests that come to the Saludable Latina community as people who are doing purposeful, intentional work. They are smart and they are passionate and they have a dynamic point of view when it comes to the wellness space. So I hope that you're able to learn something from the conversations, from the health tips, all the conversations that we have from women to women. Are you ready for the new episodes? Well then, let's get started. What up ladies, I hope that you are well and safe in your casitas. It's been a minute since I dropped an episode, but I'm looking forward to sharing this week's episode. Before we get started though, I wanted to share a nice, spicy, and sweet Jalapeno watermelons at it. Now, I know most of you like to eat your watermelon with some tajin straight up. Okay, I know we got the tajin lovers out there. So this salad really got inspired by Melissa, who is one of the creators in a wellness platform, and I wanted to recreate it. Basically, follow the ingredients. I did a couple substitutions here and there, but but esta ensalada durante el verano during the summer, it's gonna be lit. Highly recommend making this for your lunches and or making a salad that's super savory and refreshing along with your dinners. We often forget to make salads along with our dinners because we're just thinking about dinner and not the greens. So make sure you implement a little bit of ensaladita along with your meals so that way your gut is good to go. And so I have started the the platform of creating these healthy recipes through YouTube channel. And let me tell you, y'all, It's gonna be really hard to find me on YouTube just because it's overly saturated, but you know what? That did not stop me from creating. I love just to share and create content. That's just straight to the bullet point, especially when it comes down to wellness because the way I'm gonna utilize YouTube is to create videos by sharing healthy recipes, by talking about certain health topics, behind the lens, more video, more action, seeing me, more of what's going on what's good also being able to share nutrition and fitness and so much more so as long as i keep the ball rolling it's just another platform for me to share awareness and share my passion and so i hope that you are able to join me on this journey and although because it is difficult to search me in the youtube engine i made it super easy to just create a link in my instagram account that takes you directly to my youtube channel because Honestly, if you type health, saludable, latina or anything relating to health or women, I'm not going to come up. I already tried searching through my husband's phone and I did not come up because there are just so many videos, so many, so many that I was like, you know what, I ain't even gonna trip. I'm not even gonna stress about it. So I just created the link simply on my Instagram. So if you wanna follow and subscribe, hey, thank you for following, thank you for subscribing. Or if you just wanna watch, it's there for you to watch. I hope that you get inspired to be able to implement some of the healthy tips or to listen in or to watch. I just pretty much wanna share... A glimpse of what I like to do as being as a creator and just sharing awareness, y'all. All right, let's get started with this week's episode. Listas, vamonos. Un, dos, tres. All right, chicas, welcome back to another podcast episode. I have a very special guest, one of my homegirls, where we started the You Are Home event here in San Diego, and she is from the Los Angeles area. Welcome aboard, Cindy Canek. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Easter Sunday.
0: Yes. Did you do anything special spiritually for your soul today?
1: You know what? So far, all I've done is got mi cafecito and I like to sit next to my window. There's a lot of greenery in the backyard. So I like, that's my little thing. I just mi cafecito and looking out the window. That's every morning. That's great. It's,
0: It's almost like you're connecting to the universe and the earth. And just letting your spirit kind of nurture that meditation between your cafecito, you and earth, right?
1: Yes. Yes. And meditation to me, it's like, it could be anything. Like sometimes meditation for me is like, I just want to get up and dance for 10 minutes. Like, A crazy woman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I found myself doing that every day. Um, I say you just got to uplift your spirit during the transition, especially during the times that we're doing social distancing as well as quarantine, which has been the new world in the next couple of days. We're hoping that this transition can eventually leap into transitioning out. But in the meanwhile, this has been a resemblance of doing a lot of internal work. And we're actually going to get to that topic because, ladies and gentlemen, Cindy actually has a story to tell with her experience. She actually went on a personal journey of self-discovery, but also uplifting her spirit after experiencing a divorce. But before we get started with her story, Cindy, can you let the audience and the listeners know a little bit more about who you are and what you have to offer before we transition into the conversation?
1: Perfect. Yes. It's, It's lovely. Kind of working backwards, like... Take one. Take one. So, my name is Cindy Kanek, uh, aka the Mommy Goddess. Uh, I am a spiritual healer, soul activator, soul coach. Um, My passion is um, igniting people to be in alignment with their soul's purpose. Like I love activating people, literally, like lighting them up like fire, so that they could feel the passion for life. That's my ultimate goal. That's what I love to do.
0: So Cindy, in your transition and in your life, I know you're a mother, I believe, of three beautiful children. Yes. And you were married um, as well, but you also found yourself to have experienced uh, a separation and a divorce. Can you explain to our audience what that felt like in that transition as many women in today's world often experience at least 20% of, of marriages end up in a divorce. Um, in little less than five years, and sometimes that transition can be very difficult. With your personal experience, I would want the listeners to know that other women to feel that they're not alone in this process, but to also share your experience coming from a raw perspective and owning up, because I know you did a lot of owning in that transition.
1: I I look at my divorce now as the biggest blessing in my life. I know it sounds crazy, but if it wasn't for me experiencing the brokenness um, and then going through that whole beautiful, painful process of picking up those pieces and putting some, myself together. That's what I teach now. To me, I always tell everyone, like, you could have a house, you could have the best cars in the life, you could have all the money in the world. But if you don't have yourself, you have nothing. And that's what I gained from my divorce. It was like, Oh my God, I'm this person. I didn't know that I love to dance. I didn't know that I like to like hug and be happy. I didn't know that I have all this passion and all this creativity. Like I didn't know because I was, I took the pill. I took, you know, the pill of being a zombie and doing what society wanted me to do. So that was the biggest lesson that I've gained. And that's what, that's my story. My story is, you know, from being broken to being, to blossoming and being free.
0: Where you were feeling the sense of brokenness, was there pain behind the brokenness? Was there a sense of failure in some way uh, when it came down to, you obviously rediscover yourself. Like you were saying, you had this creative outlet. You had this passion that was lit, but was there a sense of brokenness that you had to go through? It's like you were saying you were owning up to to that painful moment. Can you describe how women can own up to that painful moment versus going internally too inward?
1: Yes, when I get my coaching clients with women because I one of my specialty is like severe trauma and severe de- like depression experiencing the brokenness is something that is very unique to everyone and to me like owning up to that was I needed to feel I'm an avoider. So to me it was like oh I'm going to distract myself. And everyone I feel has that pattern, that conditioning and you to own up to it you have to become aware of it and then seek seek out outside resources cuz i'm a true believer that i would not have been able to do this alone it was with a lot of therapy and that's how i doing i started my healing work because i felt so lost so out of connection of i didn't even know i was i was just literally mom and a wife and i didn't know myself so i didn't know what it felt to like have my own mind my own decisions do my live my life the way I wanted to because I've always given my life to my marriage and my kids so here I am feeling empty inside and I'm like how do I own up to it and it was through a lot of therapy and a lot of like following that my soul like following that that nudge and that in itself takes a that took me like just a year and a half to build the relationship with my nudge because I you would ask me que quieres comer what do you want to eat I don't know what I want to eat because that's how out of alignment I was. So yeah. for me was learning how to feel again. Like how do, like, how do I feel? A lot of women don't even know how the freaking feel. They don't know how they fuck they feel. Mm-hmm. They live their life just for other people. So that mm-hmm. was number one for me was how do I get back in connection?
0: Yeah. So when you were getting back into connection, when you were saying, and you said it right now, you need to fucking feel, just say it girl, you need to fucking feel Um, because in the separation of divorce, it becomes an emotional difficult event that catches you unexpectedly at times where you're finding yourself, but you also find these little relapses of like crying and almost like, women do state, you know, I feel like I failed. I feel like I should have had committed more. I feel like it was my fault. I feel like I could have done more. Like, how do we change those perspective into when you were finding your strength in your core saying, fuck, no, I need to find myself now. What do I need to do? Like you mentioned therapy, you mentioned dancing. I know you love to dance girl. I see your little salsa, little videos. I was like, yeah, girl, get it. You know, like, so all of that with the therapy and dancing, like how did that help you nurture yourself and find yourself?
1: let me be fucking real that was what that that was who you have labeled myself as a a jesus channeler like i channel jesus i channel god i channel the angels and to me i i'm a true believer that there's a lot of light workers like me and like you in, in our circle and god would not want us to come into this world into this body and not be of service
0: mm, so i to that girl
1: to me, what God and spirituality is like, use me, I'm your servant. Mm. To me, you have to surrender. That's, to me, that's the connection to God. It's like I did, you know, I feel like I did like a spiritual contract before I came into this body that I was going to take this work on. I wasn't going to just come and keep it to myself when I could help other souls activate, heal. And to me, that's where it's like my passion. And I love this question is because I love seeing people that are in severe depression, anxiety, panic attacks, like they feel that they're, you could even see it in their eyes. They're dead. Mm-hmm. I love getting those mm-hmm. people because it's, um, I feel like I'm like the Tony Robbins of spirituality. <laughs> I, I'm out of it. That's I, good, like, it's though. Like, yeah. It's like, it's, it's, and that's sometimes that's what is, that's what it is to be a spiritual activator It's somehow it's like, elect, I shock them. I shock them out of their energy field so that they have like begin to be able to rise their frequency and vibrate higher so that they're able to feel that that connection and that passion and that drive to love life. And that's well That's what I do. That's what I love. And I'm like, if I have that gift to be able to read energy and you know do some some surgery, some energy surgery on you, hey. like I'm like. Snap the fuck out of it, bitch. Stop your pity party. Like,
0: i yeah. knows. You know? Yeah, no, Yeah. You know what, girl? It's so true. And I love the fact that you use if I need to do um, some energy surgery on you because honestly, and I've watched certain documentaries where, you know, this is real because we're captivating so much energy and it's affecting the core right down to the very anatomy cell of our body. So, sometimes energy surgery is needed and so we also must make sure that the person is also prepared for that because it opens up uh, a dialogue within their body that didn't know that it existed and so i think it's beautiful to be able to utilize and shock people out of their energy field which they need they need this awakening and it needs to happen and it takes time for them to get there because they're just going through transition and trying to figure things out and it's nice to know that we have an individual like you who's being like the facilitator saying, hey, I'm here. I'm going to be the vessel to be able to help um, mm-hmm. to transition and to help guide you. And I think it's really beautiful to be able to find those sources and work with those sources. Like you said, it's it's more than one source, depending on the individual's preference, right? And so I think it's really beautiful that you're able to channel that energy and be be that light worker for other people that need it when they're in their, in their transitions of darkness. So, Cindy, when you were able to, you know – heal and transition, dive into yourself, start the mommy goddess, become now, you know, a light for other people. Um, were there any books in your transition that you actually read that helped you in your transition as you were finding all this work and manifesting this desire work within you and then for others as well?
1: Yes. So my, I always have like a few like base people that I feel they're, they're like my They're my guides in spirituality. I call them like my mamas and papas of how I started my foundation. And it's uh, obviously the number one book that I first read was uh, The Four Agreements with Miguel Ruiz. That's like a base. I go back to that ever so often because I love the message about the Four Agreements and detachment. And um, that's my number one book that I go to. Um, Huge. Maryam Williamson. I adore Marianne Williamson. She um the she talks, she has a basis on the Course in Miracles. And that's one of my foundation books. I I quote a lot from the Course in Miracles. I I believe in the Course in Miracles, the message behind it of like radical forgiveness. Um and uh, Dr. Dwayne Dwyer, those were I read most of his books. Um and Eckhart Tolle. Those are the people that I basically like, grew up reading and listening.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much. And we'll make sure to actually share those books, you know, with the listeners. And also, Cindy, if someone wanted to get in contact with you, how would they be able to find you on the social media platforms? And also, do you have any special promos going on, especially since we're in quarantine, a lot of people are feeling the sense of certainty, isolation, they're feeling like, um, a little bit vulnerable as well. You know, I can actually reopen wounds. I can reopen anxiety and depression. So are there any, um, how can people find you? And if you have any special promos going on?
1: So as of like three weeks ago, I hear a message. It's like you're just a servant and, um, everything is donation based. So all of my services right now are all donation based. I've been blessed that I have actually been working quite a bit because people are in the very vulnerable space that they are wanting. They're needing that deeper connection. And I help them um, navigate that, um, not have them go back into alignment because they're right now, mind people's minds out of control. It's like, mm-hmm. so they need a lot of like um, someone to kind of center them back. And I've been doing um, one-on-one sessions. I've been doing a distant Reiki. And like a lot of people, like a lot of anxiety. So I'll do distant Reiki while they sleep so that they wake up, you know, more at peace. So I've been doing distant Reiki, the one-on-one sessions. I've also been doing family Zoom calls.
0: Ooh.
1: Husband, those are really fun. I did one. And so basically like they zoomed in the family members and I guided them through like a grounding and like cutting first, like, you know, clearance, clearing your energy field, cutting cords, grounding. And then we then had like a talk session, a little, like everybody was kind of like talking to each other about like the anxiety. And so it was kind of like a, a family circle with healing. Um, That's beautiful. It was a beautiful, so I've been doing those a lot because it's a way of connecting people together So yeah, I'm just still of service, whatever people need, like, you know, just I tell them, just hit me up. If you're whatever you're feeling, uh, I'm here, like I'm holding space, I feel good, I feel healthy, mentally, energetically, and I I have energy to give right now. So I want to, everything's donation based.
0: Okay, great. I will make sure to link those items, um, statements into the podcast episode. I love the fact that you're doing family zoom calls, something that is very needed in nuestras comunidades. And let me tell you, because in nuestras comunidades, we all know we have that fierce matriarch and fierce patriarch that can be overwhelming if we're all in one household. So I love the fact that you're implementing that. That's really great. I'm going to definitely link that up to the podcast. So if people wanted to find you, where can they find you?
1: They could find me on my Instagram. I'm extremely active. I always answer my messages as soon as I can. So it's at Cindy Canics. so it's just my first and last name on Instagram and on Facebook, the same thing Cindy Canick. But uh, for easy access, Instagram, I'm the Instagram queen.
0: <laughs> yeah, girl, we're all getting on that game, huh? <laughs> any last words of wisdom for any woman who are actually experiencing or are in a current relationship that may end up being dissolved? after five or 20 years, what will be some words of encouragement for any woman that might be in this position currently right now?
1: Um, I want to think about this one because I'm trying to put myself in the energy field of like there. If I was them, what would I want to hear? And I wish, because this is how I work. I wish somebody told me, bitch, snap the fuck out of it. Get yourself. Like to me was like, I want, I I think I needed that tough love. You know, I wish that somebody would have been like, Have you seen yourself? Have you seen, like, do you not see the power, the beauty, like who you are? Get up. Yeah. Learn to live life. Learn to feel again. You deserve to be happy. Who told you that you didn't deserve that in your life? So I wish that somebody would have been like, snap the fuck out of it. Look at yourself. Look at who you are. Don't waste that beauty.
0: Wow. That's that is so strong. Just I'm not even that in that situation, but just what you were saying, regardless of what you're going through in life, you know, you can stand in the mirror and say those beautiful words to yourself, say, snap the hell out of it. You are here and then doing the work. And then if you can't do it alone, we have beautiful women like Sydney connect, doing the work and guiding women who need to be guided and don't be afraid to reach out. It's like we said, sometimes we're too afraid. We're too vulnerable. We're too afraid to say, I, I need this. But if you need it, listen intuitively, and then Cindy can guide you there. And she's and she's doing such a great job that she's even offering donation-based one-on-one distance reiki, Familia Zoom. What's up? I'm definitely gonna be linking out Familia Zoom with Cindy Kanek. That's actually a go-to right now, especially <laughs> in these, in these uncertain times. We don't know how long we're gonna be quarantined. We don't know how long social distancing is gonna happen. But guess what, people. There are people doing light work, just like Cindy and just like many others who are there to facilitate and to try to guide and try to uplift the burden if you're experiencing any type of uncertain emotions when it comes down to you or your relationship. So make sure you hit her up. I'll make sure to link up her resources, her sites, her email, and the book she actually recommended. And just like she said, wait the fuck up, girl. (laughs) Thank you so much, Cindy.